1: Big day of footy for our WA teams, of yeah. course, uh, down at Coburn. Of course, it is. there's no fence at Coburn, so anyone can go down there <laughs> yeah.
2: and watch. They had one. They got pinched. Yeah. <laughs> they dismantled
1: it. Fremantle take on Adelaide. And we spoke to Nathan Van Burlo, or I did, earlier in the week because you forgot that he was coming on the show, Scotty. <laughs>
2: <laughs> two days you've been sitting on that.
1: <laughs> and, of course, straight after that, or not long after that, the, the game at Mineral Resources Park, which is sold out because there is a fence down there. And it is. <laughs> West Coast <laughs> taking on Port Adelaide. Um, let's chat to one man who knows a bit about the South Australian teams, I'm sure, in the pre-season and his expectation of how they'll go, and that is Bryce Gibbs from SA uh, SENSA on Saturday mornings. Former Adelaide and Carlton star and, of course, in the number one draft pick, he knows what it's like to be at the top of the tree. Bryce Gibbs, appreciate your time.
0: Good morning, guys, Scotty. Thanks for having
1: me on. What do you make of uh, the Adelaide Crows, mate? We all talk about, oh, well, they're, uh, they're part of a rebuild. What are we going to actually expect? Nathan Van Berlo said two days ago there's 90, 90 in the travelling party to WA because they're staying for 10 days.
0: That's, uh, that is a lot, of, a lot of numbers, isn't it? Um, yeah, well, it's sort of now and ever for the Crows, I think. Um, we have heard about this rebuild for a couple of years now, like you just mentioned, and what did they win last year? About eight games. So you'd hope they would improve on that, um, but uh, I'm just I'm worried. I'm looking at the, the teams uh, in the competition at the moment who will be pushing for, for top eight. Uh, and I think they've been quoted in saying that they they want to push for finals this year. So um, I think the the top ten, eleven teams are, are extremely competitive, and they're going to have to improve pretty significantly to to push for a top eight side. So um, they've obviously been uh, been playing some match sim, and both both the Port and and Crows played some some internals last year, which were a little bit scrappy. Uh, as you can imagine all of those games are but uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing how they go against some opposition um, and I think Nathan Van Berlo uh, said they're actually not quite sure on what their best 22 looks like so they're, they're trying to um, still work that out and work what that, that mix and dynamics look like but uh, yeah it's it's sort of now that that rebuild phase that's that's just about gone, I reckon, and it's time for the Crows to start winning games and, and making
2: finals. Yeah, it's interesting you say that, and, I, and I'm, I'm really interested in in what's it like internally in Adelaide, because if outside of South Australia, I reckon, Bryce, that because they're not a threat or no one sees them as a threat at the moment, they sort of go under the radar a little bit, no one's really concerned about them, but is there pressure on in Adelaide? I, I know living there that, um, you know, when things aren't going well, the people can turn people can get impatient is there pressure internally on Nixie and the crows lineup
0: I think there is Scotty and I think' we'll, we will see both of our sa sides um, come under a little bit of pressure this year especially if things don't quite go to plan uh, as you know you guys over there being a 2 team town as well the the footy sides certainly dominate the news and and everyone watches them closely so um, as I spoke about with Adelaide, there's going to be that pressure to improve and, and win more games than they, they did last year. Uh, and on the flip side with Port Adelaide as well, we all know they made a prelim only two years ago. Um, they got off to a horrible start last year and, and didn't make the finals. So Ken Hinckley and, and his players will, will come under the spotlight to so bounce back and improve pretty quickly as well. So I dare say if, if things don't quite go to plan for, for either side this year, that Um, they're going to come under a bit of pressure and, and as you said uh, more so
1: here in Adelaide because uh, they're, they're watched so closely. Bryce Gibbs, our guest, S-E-N-S-A, former Crow and Carlton star. Uh, Gibbsy, uh, if there's not enough pressure on Jason Horn there is more now because he's been given the number 18 and Kane Corns gave him the presentation and said, well, you know, fantastic, best club in Australia and good luck to 18. He's really got no hope going forward, Jason Horn francis with this enormous pressure. Um, what, what is Kane Corns' fascination with Jason Horn francis Can you shed some light?
0: Well, I think it is because he's jumped. Well, one, he's come across to, to Kane's Port Adelaide, and two, he's in his number. So, automatically, he's just become Kane's, Kane's boy all of a sudden. So, I think it's a good thing for Jason because if he does struggle, it's good to have someone like a Kane Corns in in uh, <laughs> in your corner because we all know Kane uh, is very opinionated. Um, but I, I think Jason's in for, uh, for a big year, to be honest. I mean, he was pretty determined to. To hit the ground running um, at the start of pre-season. I think he was running some some personal best times before he uh, had that little setback with his with his knees and calves and, and had surgery. Um, he's still probably a little bit underdone and, and still getting the Ks in the legs uh, from what we saw in, in the trial game last week but he'll only get fitter and stronger uh, leading into round one and I think having a, a lot better structure around him in terms of leadership that uh, a lot of the senior port guys are, are going to offer him. He's going to have a, a big year, I think, and um, a lot of he had a lot of knockers, I think, uh, with his decision to, to leave North Melbourne only a year into into his um, AFL uh, career. But um, he he will be watched closely, but I, I think he really will embrace it and and he'll have a good year, and, and the, all the the knockers will, will go quiet.
2: I reckon. There's a lot of interest over here, of course, uh, on Junior Rioli. Bryce, how's he looking? I saw a picture of him from uh, standing next to the great Jack kale at the season launch, and uh, he was in the dark colours, which I like to wear myself, and he looked very, very good. There's a picture of him in the West Australian today in the white away jumper, which has got me questioning it a little bit. Uh, how's he How's he travelling? How's he looking? Is he fit? He, he Actually, in all seriousness, he looks pretty lean and, and looks pretty happy. Every every time I see him, he's smiling somewhere. So how's he looking?
0: Yeah, I think he's in a really good space, and, and that has been a challenge for... For junior, uh, with his with his body and, and coming back in good condition, and uh, as you said, I've seen some photos as well, and he looks ripped. He, he looks fit, and, and he looks ready to go. And uh, he certainly was buzzing around and, and causing a bit of chaos uh, in the port forward line, along with another guy, Aracho Fantasia, who yeah. who hasn't quite been able to get his body right in the last couple of years. So, I think if those two can stay fit, stay healthy, they can play a big. Part in in Port's forward line, not only kicking goals and and hitting the scoreboard, but you know putting pressure on 450 tackles, locking the ball in. So um, maybe the, the penny has dropped with Junior, and, and he's starting to realise what it takes to become a professional athlete. Um, so uh, what about what, what sort of reception is he going to get? He's obviously coming back in to, to play his his old side straight away. You guys would know mm. more than me. Will he will he, will it be a nice reception for Next. him, or will there still be a little? Bit of, bit of a niggle
2: there, you reckon? I reckon it will be mixed. Because uh-huh. when, when, he, when he left in Goss, you know, we saw all the texts come in, the calls came in that I reckon 50% filthy and felt betrayed and the other 50 were like, yeah, okay, he wants to be near his family. And that's the thing they understood. I reckon mixed. Goss?
1: Um, I think the fans are the fans. Okay, I, there'll be the polite applause. I agree with you. I think, oh, Junior Rioli, oh, you know, Premiership player. I think the playing group want to throttle him.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think the I think the club or I think, the admin side of things. Well, I think I the club felt and I don't want to say this word, I felt that felt a little bit betrayed oh, no because they looked after him in a really difficult time which he created. No doubt. But you know, but on a personal side he needed to get home and wherever I think there's absolute respect for that. But as a business and what he could have done for that team this year as they rebuild all he's gone is gone to a club to top up because they're in a premiership window. West Coast is not in that window right now. Um, and I can understand that. So you're, you're right, you you
2: know, know Bryce today because, um, you know, if you're getting booed in uh, in a pre-season game, <laughs> you know that the year's going to be pretty tough. If you're getting booed, if people care enough in February to boo and <laughs> carry on, you know you're in for a and tough And Eagles
1: year. fans are good at booing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I reckon you're spot on there,
0: Scotty.
1: Who did you get booed by? Which, which club booed you the most? Carlton? And that's when you were playing. Don't worry about that.
0: There was, <laughs> hey, hey, there was a few times early days when we were walking <laughs> off the ground. We had memberships <laughs> thrown at us. We had scarves and hats. Yeah, we, we've been through all of it. Don't yeah. worry about that. <laughs> yeah,
1: oh, mate, you're, uh, you're a good yep. man. So, just in in summary, what are we expecting today? Do, I mean, forget about wins and losses, but. Do you think Port are good enough and do you think they'll show their hand early? And do you think Adelaide, as you mentioned, it's just, again, a progression to round one?
0: Yeah, I I think Port uh, are ready to go. I think that they know what their side looks like. Um, And I mean, you know, I'm not sure what the the game looks like. You know, we've seen eight 20-minute periods. We've seen six periods as well. So these practice matches can be a little bit here there and everywhere so but i do think port are, are probably a bit closer to be settled and and they know what they're going to be aiming for round one and and the crows have still got uh, a few decisions to make uh, we've seen some guys really put their hand up over the pre-season um luke Pedler, harry schoenberg um, obviously rankin coming in um where do all these guys fit in in their in their team so i think the crows are still working a few things out and um they'll, they'll use these these next couple of games to sort that out.
1: Gibbsy, appreciate your time. Looking forward to seeing how they go today. Both games are in WA and, of course, Adelaide stay here and I think Port Adelaide uh, take on Frio next week as well. Mineral Resources Park, 440 West Coast and Port and Frio in Adelaide uh, starts at 3.22. And the Segment 5 is at
2: 5.32, so it's a big day. Segment 1. Segment I know. Five. Well, they can't call it quarters. Why don't they just call it practice matches anymore? Just match him right. and his segments. What's going on with the game? Footy speak. Uh, Gibbs, appreciate
1: your time. No worries, boys. Thanks. He's a good man. S E N S A is Bryce Gibbs joining us, and he knows what it's like to be at the top of the tree. Carlton and Adelaide start and format number one, a draft pick.